The following message is from the audio ministry of Coastal Community Church. We trust you'll find it helpful and encouraging. Now, here's Pastor Chris Rollins. I'm Pastor Chris, and uh, we are so glad to have you with us today. Uh, If you are watching us online today, uh, welcome. We're glad that you tuned in uh, to Coastal Online. Hope you enjoyed worship and enjoy this message as well. Uh, Feel free to communicate with us. There's a Connect card uh, there online as well. So we're glad to have everybody with us today. Man, I love uh, Life Team Sunday. I love Ministry Fair. So I want to kind of take a minute or two just to kind of explain exactly what's going to happen. For those of you who are brand new to Coastal, never been to either Life Group Sunday, Life Team Sunday. So Life Team Sunday, our ministry fair, uh, is very similar to Life Group Sunday. Basically, outside underneath the tent, uh, we have tables or booths representing all of the different ministries of our church. And so our service today is just slightly shorter uh, than normal, and we're going to dismiss everybody just like, you know, have a normal service, but it'll be a little bit uh, abbreviated, and then we're dismissing you to take a little field trip and to go outside uh, to the tent. And in fact, we're asking you not to pick up your children yet. Uh, there will, we'll make an announcement in the tent when is the normal time uh, to pick up your kids. Uh, because if you go get them now, you'll actually, uh, or when we dismiss, you'll interrupt their normal flow of ministry, and the children's director, my wife, will be upset with me that you came and did that. So I need to make sure that I tell you that. But we will make a, the appropriate uh, announcement underneath the booth. It's not that long, but you'll have a few minutes in the booth by yourself. We'll make the announcement, and then you can go get your kids, just like normal. Now, uh, inside your bulletin today, do me a favor. Go ahead and pull out a couple of inserts that are inside your bulletin. Uh, one says Coastal Life Teams, Uh, The other says uh, Summer of Impact. So the Coastal Life Team um, insert, these are all the different ministries here at Coastal that are represented underneath the tent. So you can check out all the different things. And when you go into the tent, uh, there's uh, some center tables. Uh, There's a center table with paper products. You can go by and get uh, cups and plates and napkins because all of our tables have food. So we want you to enjoy the food that's out there today. Um, and, And then there's also a table that has a ballot uh, there's another table out there that has a ballot. So you're actually voting today. Uh, there, our, our church is very competitive. It's the only time we allow judging at our church. You get to judge the booth. So uh, things like best overall booth, best snack, uh, most informative, most creative, best sales pitch. And each one of the tables has a little sign that has a number on it. And so you just have to fill in the number so you get to vote. Um, you also, um, we're also asking that if you already serve in a particular ministry, you don't need to sign up again for that ministry. You're already on the team. So really the sign-ups at each individual table are for those of you who are interested in serving, uh, you're new to that particular ministry. Now, I also want to draw your attention to the Summer of Impact. Uh, this is going to be huge. This, we did this last year here at Coastal. We're doing it again. It's basically a month-long opportunity for our church just to share the love and, and the life of Jesus with our community uh, to make an impact um, in, our, in our community. And so we are going to be serving. There's almost a, something for you to do uh, in our community. Uh, ev- is that rain? Wow. Okay, so we're going to run to the tent. Um, anyway, so hopefully the rain will die down. Uh, but if you will, check out all of the different things that we're going to be doing this summer. And uh, there is a, a Summer of Impact and a Saturday Serve booth. 
And uh, we would love for you to check out and go ahead and start signing up for the different things that we're going to be doing the month of June. And I know Chris Jones is looking for also, also looking for leaders of those individual ministries. So if you're interested in that, uh, make sure you touch base with Chris Jones today outside underneath the tent. So again, we are in week four of this series called uh, Be the Church. And uh, one of our goals for this series is that all of you, all of us, we would fall more deeply in love with the church. I mean, seriously, that's, that's, that's the, one of the goals for this series, that you would just fall more deeply in love with the church. And so for just a moment, I, I, I just want to share a little bit with you from my heart uh, some of the reasons why I love this church, why I love my church, why I love, why I love Coastal. Um, I love that here at Coastal, we love, we love people here, uh, all people. I love that come as you are, you know, that's just not a feel-good saying about what people wear, although I do love that we can wear whatever you feel comfortable in uh, this morning. Um, I love that we accept all people where they are at, where, where they are, but that we love people too much just to leave them there. I love that here at Costa we don't care as much about your past as we do where you're headed. I love that we believe in redemption here. Uh, the power of the gospel of Jesus to change people's lives and that, that no one, no one is beyond the reach of God, beyond the reach of God's love and his grace. I love that we tell the truth here. We speak the truth in love, God's truth, all of his truth, but we do it in grace and kindness. I love that we believe in the power of the Holy Spirit to bring about life change. I, I, I love that we believe that uh, we're all messed up, crazy whack jobs here. Uh, especially your pastor. Um, I love that we believe that uh, in walking by faith and attempting things so big and so bold that without God, we're going to fail. I love that at Costa, we believe that students aren't just the church of tomorrow, they are the church of now, the church of uh, today. I love that your children love coming to this church. I love that I miss you when I'm not here, that this is my church and, and my family and my home. I love that we value change as an asset instead of a liability and that we like to say and we believe it and we practice it, that we are willing to do anything short of sin to see people come to know Jesus as their Savior and Lord. I love that we are on a mission to share and experience the life and the love of Jesus with Charleston and the world. I love that we share in the Lord's Supper, communion, each and every Sunday. I, I love that we are known here in our community, in West Ashley and in Charleston, as the church that loves and serves its community. I love that over at Oakland Elementary School, we are known as a generous and a loving church. I love our life groups. And I love the real three o'clock in the morning friends that I have as a result of being a part of them over the years. I love that rich people and poor people and, and uh, white people and Hispanic and black and Asian and old and young, educated and uneducated, and even Clemson and Carolina are all welcome here at this church. I don't know why that got a clap, but anyway, um, not Georgia. No, I'm just teasing. Um, I, I love that we know, that we know that 460 Arlington Drive is not the church. 
that, that these buildings and everything in them are simply tools to keep growing and to keep reaching people. But you know what? I also love what we do when we do gather together here on Sundays. Man, I love our music. I love our worship. I love our staff. I love the community that we experience here. I love my church. I love my church. I could keep going. I could go on and on and on. But what I really want to talk to you about today is how I love our volunteers here at Coastal. Because I truly believe that we have some of the best volunteers that any church could ever imagine. And I really believe that we have a high number of high, highly committed, high-capacity volunteers here at Coastal, basically for two simple reasons. If you're taking notes, number one, I believe, and we teach this, that people will serve, they will volunteer when they fall more deeply in love with Jesus. When they fall more deeply in love with Jesus. You see, we believe that service, getting involved, is actually an outflow of a love relationship with Jesus. We serve because of our devotion to Jesus. And that's what we do here at Coastal. We lift up Jesus. We, 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 want, we want you to fall in love with him. You see, we don't want to guilt you into anything here. We don't want to guilt you into serving. Instead, you know what we want to do? Man, we want to grace you into it. I want you to serve because you are blown away by all that God has done for you. His love for you is your motivation for serving, for, for going all in, for jumping in. Here's another reason I believe that we produce a high number of highly committed, high-capacity volunteers here. We consistently teach that the Christian life is fundamentally one of servanthood. It's a life of servanthood. That is our primary position as believers, one of servant. We believe that Jesus is actually our master, and we are his servants, and whatever he says goes. And so in a world where typically we are the center of the universe and everything revolves around me and my needs, we have to continually remind ourselves that we serve God. And we do that by serving other people, by putting others ahead of ourselves, by being a servant. And even in the church world today, where we have kind of created this culture of, you know, church shopping and hopping and, you know, finding a church that offers the best and the most and the latest and the greatest. And I didn't get anything out of that service today. And, and I'm burned out and I'm too busy and I served my time. Somewhere in all of that, we have forgotten that we are here to lift up Jesus. We are here to reach out to people who are far from God and to be a servant, a servant of all. You see, it's not about you, and it's not about me. Matthew 20, 26 through 28 says this. Instead, whoever wants to become great among you, if you want to be a somebody, you want to be important, he says, you must be your servant. And whoever wants to be first must be your slave. For just as the Son of Man, he's talking about Jesus here, by the way. So just as Jesus did not come to be served, but to serve. Did you see that? He didn't come to be served. He came to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. You know, we talk about life. 
here at Coastal all the time. We exist to share and experience what? The life and the love of Jesus with Charleston and the world. Jesus came, John 10, 10, that we might have life and have it more abundantly. We encourage you at least twice a year to sign up for a life group. And today, I want to see everybody in this room sign up for a life team, a ministry. Well, Jesus had something very interesting to say about life. In Luke 9, 23 and 25, he said this. Then he said to the crowd, if any of you wants to be my follower, okay, now we talk a lot about being a follower of Jesus here. That's what it means to be a believer, to be a Christian, to be a follower of Jesus. So if anybody, this is Jesus, if anybody wants to be my follower, you must put aside your selfish ambition, shoulder your cross daily, and follow me. If you try to keep your life for yourself, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for me, you will find true life. And then he even takes it a step further. Listen, how do you think it benefits you if you gain the whole world? If you chase after what this world says matters and what's important, and you lose or forfeit your own soul in the process. Man, he could be talking today, 2019. Jesus is saying that you find your life not by focusing on yourself and chasing after the things of this world, but by giving your life away for the sake of Jesus, by serving God, by serving others. Now, there are three basic things that you can do with your life. Three basic things. You can waste your life, and, and there's numerous ways for you to do that. You can spend your life, and the advertisers will give you countless ways to do that, or you can invest your life. You can invest your life. You can use it in a way that will outlast your life. You can use your life. You can invest it to make a, a difference for all eternity, to leave a legacy, not just for your children, but for theirs and for future generations. And the Bible is very clear. You and I were not put on planet Earth just to be a consumer. We were put on this Earth to be a contributor. And, and that contribution, okay, that all of us are going to make with our lives, your, your talent... Your abilities, your experiences, your time. The Bible calls that your ministry. That's your ministry. The contribution that you make with your life. Now, many times, here's, the, here's where we go wrong here. We think, well, ministry is something that, that pastors do. Something that clergy do. But no, ministry is for everybody. Because ministry simply means serving other people in the name of God. And so anytime you do that, anytime you use your talents and your abilities and your experiences to help somebody else, you know what you are? You are a minister. You're a minister. Listen, if you're saved, if you're a believer, you're supposed to be a minister. In fact, Ephesians 4 says this, it was he, God, who gave some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some to be evangelists, and some to be pastors and teachers. To what? What does he say they're to do? To prepare God's people for what? For works of service so that the body of Christ, the church, may be built up. Now, get this. According to that passage right there, 
my primary role as a pastor is not to do all the ministry. It's to prepare you to do it. To prepare you, God's people, for, it says, works of service. To do ministry so that the church may be built up. He says, my job basically is to inspire, to teach, to train, to encourage you to do ministry. To equip you to do it. Ephesians 2.20 says, we are God's workmanship. Created in Christ Jesus to do God works, do good works, listen to this, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Think about that. You were made, you were created to make a contribution, not just consume. God, God made you to make a difference. And so what matters in this world is not going to be the duration of your life, but the donation of your life. The Bible says you were created, you were made to serve. 1 Peter 4.10, listen to this. Each one, he's talking about believers, Christians, each one should use whatever gift he has received to make a lot of money. That's not what it says, it does it. It says, we're to use whatever God's given us, okay? Gifts, talents, abilities to what? Serve others. Your talents, your gifts, your abilities, they're not for your benefit. They're for the benefit of other people. That's why you're alive. You are put on this planet to serve God. And the way we do that is by serving other people. And every act of service that's done here at Coastal, it all matters. It's all important. It all fits together. It's simply one more link in the chain of somebody possibly coming to know Christ. You know, so many people today are, are searching for, for self-worth and for significance. And I get that. I mean, they, they, they're, they're, they're searching. They, they want to feel good about themselves. But the reality is, so many people, they're, they're looking in all the wrong places. You're never going to find your, your self-worth, your significance from success or status or sex, or relationships, or, or, or from your salary. The Bible says that you get it from, from service. Jesus, Jesus said that you give your life away in service to others in order to find true life. Now, let, let's, let's just go down a little bit deeper on this. So what does it take then to be used by God here at Coastal. In other words, what are we looking for in, you know, servants and volunteers here at our church? You know, this is Be the Church. What are we looking for here at Coastal Community Church? Let, let me tell you. Let me give you four things we're looking for. Number one, we're looking for team players, not superstars. Team players, not superstars. Now, you might say, hey, come on, Pastor Chris. I mean, seriously, because, you know, doesn't the team with the most talent, the team with the most superstars, always win? 
No, not necessarily. I'll give you an example. Take the, uh, the Duke Blue Devils basketball team this year. Okay, yeah, we're going to go there. We're going there. I mean, how many of your brackets got busted, okay? Why? Why did that happen? I mean, everybody expected them to make it to the Final Four, play for the national championship, and then win it all. Why? Well, because they had the best player, they had the most talent, and they had the most top 10 future draft picks for the NBA. So what happened? Sometimes teamwork and experience went out over talent. So, what's a team player then? I mean, come on, isn't everybody on the team a team player? Nope, not necessarily. Not all superstars are team players. A team player is somebody who puts the overall purpose of the church ahead of their own personal preferences. In other words, it's not about you, not about me and even their own position. They're willing to give up their preferences and their position for the sake of the purpose of the kingdom. A team player is somebody who recognizes that they're a part of something bigger than themselves. Team players know and understand and support the vision of the church. Team players want everybody else to succeed, and they're willing to sacrifice to see the team succeed. Team players don't always have to be the one in the spotlight. They're not complaining, they're not comparing, they're not criticizing others. Why? Because they recognize we're all on the same team. And we have the same goal. <coughs> we're also looking for team builders. Team players and team builders. A team builder is somebody who's always looking to include others on the team. I mean, they're out there, man, just talking about their team, tapping people on the shoulder, casting vision, challenging people to join their team. That's what's going to be happening today underneath that tent. A bunch of team builders are going to be doing that. A team builder doesn't try to do everything by themselves. Team builders understand that, yeah, although sometimes it might seem easier and better and faster to do, your, do it yourself, long term, they understand that that attitude and that action, it actually destroys the team. And it destroys the church because it puts a, a lid on future growth. A team builder is somebody who always wants the team to grow because having more people on the team, they understand, man, it benefits everybody. It benefits them, it benefits the team, and it benefits that person. And let me just say this. As the pastor here at this church, if you're not a team player or a team builder, you're not going to be in ministry very long here at Coastal. Nothing will expand our capacity for reaching more people and changing lives like constantly building teams. And conversely, nothing puts a lid on our growth like people who refuse to build teams. Team player, team builder. Number three, we're looking for willingness. Willingness. Now, I know that sounds like, man, they put the bar pretty low around here. They're just looking for willingness. Well, I think willingness is the beginning of greatness. Because you've got to be willing to step out and say, God what do you want me to do? How can I serve you by serving others? Now, what keeps people from doing that? I think if we're honest with ourselves, I think we'd admit that the number one thing that keeps us from serving is just good old-fashioned selfishness. I mean, it is. 
I mean, we'll, we'll think to ourselves, yeah, you know, I'd like to be used by God. I'd like to serve, but I'm just too what? Busy. I'm just too busy. And because I'm so busy, I don't have time to serve. I got my agenda, my plans, my goals, my ambitions, my dreams, my my. And, and again, I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to be rude here, but slice it any way you want. It's called selfishness. I mean, we, we'll, we'll say things to ourselves, well, when everything just settles down. When does that happen? You know, when everything's just right, then I will serve. Real servants do the best they can with what they have today for Jesus. We're also looking for faithfulness. Number four, faithfulness. Now, what does that mean? I think it means you don't give up. You keep going. Guys, listen to me. Life is tough. Seasons of life are tough. Sometimes serving is tough. Ministry is tough. You know, there's not a lot of applause. It's time-consuming. Yeah, it takes up your, your effort, your energy, sometimes your money. It's tempting to give up. It's tempting to throw in the towel. You know, somebody on your team hurts your feelings. What do you do? Do you take your ball and go home? Or do you keep serving? Knowing that you don't serve me. You don't serve them. You're serving Jesus. And one day it's all going to be worth it. You know, uh, at the end of Jesus' ministry here on earth, he said this in John 17, 4. I have brought you glory on earth by completing the work that you gave me to do. I want you to be able to say that. When you get to heaven, I want you to be able to say that, that you completed the work that God gave you to do, those works that he prepared in advance for you to do, and you brought him glory. Jesus was faithful. He's our model. He didn't give up. He didn't give in. And you know what? If we're becoming more and more like Jesus, and that's the goal, that's discipleship, becoming more and more like Jesus, it means something. It means that we're going to keep serving as long as we're alive. Listen, you might retire from your job someday, and they throw you a party, they give you a little cake and all that stuff. But guess what? You never retire from serving. You never retire from ministry. God wants you to serve for the rest of your life. 1 Corinthians 4.2, now it is required that those who have been given a trust, and we all have, must prove what? Faithful. Faithful. That's what we're looking for here at Coastal, guys. Team players, team builders, willingness and faithfulness. Have you ever wondered why you're here at Coastal? I'll tell you why. You are here because God knew you had something to give back. He didn't bring you here to Coastal just to sit and to listen to me. And, uh, and to go to the cafe and, uh, you know, take some Panera bread on your way home and to enjoy all the different things that we offer here. He, he didn't bring you here to, to do that. He brought you here to serve, to do the works, the good works that he prepared in advance for you to do. He, he brought you here to give your life away. Listen, I say this all the time. One day, one day we are all going to stand before God when it's all said and done, and we're going to be held accountable for two questions. One, what did you do with Jesus? What did you do with him? 
And once you get that question right, and I'll come back to that at the end, but once you get that question right, you made him your Savior and Lord. The next question for all believers is this. What did you do with everything that I gave you? Your time, your money, your home, your car, your gifts, your talents, your experiences, your story, your ability, all of it. Well, God, I was just too busy. I never got around to serving you. Yeah, I went to Coastal, but I didn't jump in. You know, too much to do, too busy. You know what I think God's going to say? Wrong answer. What were you thinking? Do you think I put you here on this earth to live for yourself? I put you here to serve me by serving others. And as your pastor, more than anything else, one day I want you to be able to stand before God and to have him say this about you. Matthew 25, 21. Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come. Come and share your master's happiness. Good job. Well done. You did what I put you here on this earth to do. You leveraged everything that I gave you for the kingdom. You loved me. You loved people. You reached out to people who didn't know Jesus. And day by day, you became a little bit more like Jesus. Well done. Good job. Come on in and enjoy eternity and all the rewards that I've prepared for you. Question. Is God going to say well done to you? Or are you just too busy? You're waiting for things to slow down. You've got other priorities right now. I make no apologies in telling you that the most important thing you will ever do with your life is giving your life away in service to other people. It is far more important than your career. It is far more important than your bank account. It is far more important than your hobbies. And let me tell you something. It is far more important than your agenda. And somebody say, well, it's not far more important than my family. Is it not? In fact, you know what? That's what you ought to be doing with your family. Because that's the thing that's going to last. Not travel ball. Are you silly? I'm not saying that you know, the things that we do in our lives are, are, are bad. They're good. But sometimes what I'm saying is that we have replaced good and we've forgotten the best. The thing that's going to last is serving God by serving other people. That's it. More important than anything else. That's what you were put on this earth to do. It's going to last from eternity on. So, what's your next step today? Let me give you three really quick. Number one, pray. I think every day you ought to ask God, God, what good works have you prepared for me to do today? Use me, God, in any way you see fit. Because God has some good works prepared for you to do here at Coastal. If this is your church family, here at Coastal and in this community. And so ask God to open your eyes and to open your heart to see them. God, what have you prepared for me to do today? Use me in any way. Number two, serve at work, school, and home. 
Serve at work, school, and home. Servanthood's got to be lived out in real everyday life, and that is where you live, work, and play, your workplace, your campus, and your home, because that's where you spend most of your time. And if servanthood, servanthood doesn't work there, then guess what? You're not really a servant. And if that's where you spend most of your time, where do you think most of your serving opportunities are going to come from? Where do you think you have the opportunity to make the greatest impact with your life where you spend the most of your time? Listen, you can't segment your life. If you're not a servant where you live, work, and play, I don't care what you do around here. I don't care what you do with a group, a group of Christians in the community. Listen, in, in many ways, that's easy. Don't forget that God sees you when no one is looking and when no one is around to take a picture of it and to post it on Facebook or Instagram. Let me give you a little surprise. Some of your greatest contributions in this life are going to be unplanned. Many times, the greatest impact you're going to make on other people will be those spontaneous interruptions, if you will accidental from your viewpoint but they're not accidental from God's viewpoint because again God's got a plan but if you'll just be open and available and again pray God use me wherever you want sometimes you'll have an opportunity just to speak a word of encouragement or to lend a helping hand and to put a to pat somebody on the back to encourage them and it'll actually transform change the direction of somebody else's life and those little moments, those little interruptions are, are what we call divine appointments. And they're all around you if you'll just be prayerful and open and aware. Never miss the power of a moment to make a difference in somebody else's life. And listen, when, when God's Holy Spirit, who lives inside all believers, inside you, when he tugs at your heart with a thought or an idea, you know, to do some small act of kindness and love, you know, to somebody else, or when the Holy Spirit of God just drops an obvious opportunity square in front of you, and you know it, guess what you should do? You ready? Like Nike, what? Just do it! You don't need a committee meeting. You don't need to call Pastor Chris and try to get it organized from, you know, the bulletin. Just do it. Number three, jump in here at Coastal. Man, just jump in. The best way to serve at Coastal is just to experience, experiment with, the, with all the different areas of service and jump in and get involved. Man, I, I haven't even talked about, you know, all the different specific needs or ministry opportunities here at Coastal because there are so many. And again, today, outside, underneath the tent, you know, we're, we're having this ministry fair where you're going to have an opportunity to go and check out all of the different opportunities, to all the different ministries, all the different ways to serve God by serving people here and in our community. You can ask questions, you can learn about what they do, what needs they have, and most importantly, you can sign up to serve today to make an impact, an eternal difference with your life. Isaiah 6, 8 says this. Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? And I said, Here am I. 
send me. See, I think that God is still calling his people today. I think he's still asking his church, you and me, that very same question that he asked Isaiah. Whom shall I send? Who will go? Who will serve? Who will go all in? Who's going to sign up? And the question is, will you respond like Isaiah? And say, here I am. Send me, God. Use me. You can count on me. I believe you will. I believe you will. And let me tell you, that's why I love my church. I love Coastal. And I believe you will today. I said earlier that God's going to hold us accountable for two questions. Again, the second one is, what would you do with all that I gave you? Your gifts, your talents, your abilities. What would you do with all that? But the first one, the most important one is this. What did you do with Jesus? What did you do with Jesus? What, what choice, what decision did you make about him? You personally, not your parents, not your spouse, not your kids, not your friends, you. Because your entire life, God has been drawing you to himself. He's used everything in nature. He, you are beyond excuse. You are, you are here today. You've heard the gospel over and over and over again here at Coastal. What have you done with Jesus? And the correct answer is, I put my faith and trust in Jesus Christ, and I asked him to be my Savior and Lord. I believe he is your son, and I followed him. And if you, if you, if, if you answer that way, God is going to see that you are covered with the blood of Christ and his sacrifice. And he's going to say, come on in. You've been adopted forever into my family. Have you responded that way? You, you, can, you can settle that right here and right now. Bow your heads and pray with me. Dear Heavenly Father, God, today I just thank you for Jesus. God, I thank you for all that we have in Christ. God, that's why we serve, because of who you are and what you've done, and we are overwhelmed by it. God, it is life, it is love, and you have bestowed all of that upon us so that we might leverage all of it and reach out to other people. And God, I thank you for Coastal. I thank you for this church, and I thank you for the countless humble, willing, high-capacity, highly committed volunteers and servants that we have here at Coastal. God, I know one day you are going to look at so many from this place and say, well done, good and faithful servant. Father, thank you. But God, I also know there are others who, today's the day. It's time. It's time for them to, to go all in to use their gifts and their talents and their time and their experiences to serve you by serving others here at Coastal and in this community. Father, that's why you've left us here, to do that. 
until you come to take us back or call us home. And Father, I also believe that there are people here today, there are people who might be watching who are ready to come home. If you are, listen, just pray something like this. Dear Heavenly Father, today I believe I believe, I believe that Jesus really is your son. I believe that he died on a cross for me and my sin. I, I believe that he rose from the dead and he is alive. And today, God, I put my faith and my trust in him and him alone and what he did for me. And God, I want to be a follower of Jesus. I want to say yes to him and all that he says follow him for the rest of my days, and just become, God, more and more like you see me now today, brand new, forgiven, clean. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your church. Thank you for Coastal. I love my church. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. You've been listening to a message from Pastor Chris Rollins of Coastal Community Church. For more information about Coastal or to explore what your next step of faith might look like, check us out online at coastalcommunitychurch.org. From Pastor Chris and the family at Coastal Community Church, thanks for listening.